from India's largest newsroom, I'm Arun George, and this is the Times of India podcast. सबसे पहले मुझे खांसी आने लगी और वो ड्राई खांसी थी। तो खांसी इतनी बढ़ गई, नॉनस्टॉप आ रही थी और पता भी नहीं चला कि कैसे क्या हो रहा है। फिर हमारे एरिया में जो भी जनरल प्रैक्टिसनर थे, उनके पास चेकअप के लिए गए, उनको लगा कफ कोल्ड कुछ हुआ है, तो उन्होंने कफ सिरप दिए, काफी जगह ऐसे पीरे फिर भी वो प्रॉब्लम सॉल्व नहीं हुई। That's Namrata Dwivedi, a resident of Borivali in northwest Mumbai. She was talking to my colleague Lata Mishra about how she had a persistent cough that just wouldn't stop. Another Mumbai resident, Vaishali Chodnekar, told Lata how she saw her husband's health mysteriously begin to deteriorate. Everything was going well till 2016. Uh, my husband was amongst top 30 CIOs in India. He was giving lectures, attending seminars, he was traveling abroad. And suddenly, few days, we found that he was suffering with dry cough. That was persistent and any time we took any medicines temporary, there was a relief, but again it used to come back. So the treatment went on for one and a half, two months, but there was no relief. We tried with allopathic, ayurvedic, homeopathic, everything, but uh, nothing was helping him. Slowly he started developing little breathlessness. And it so happened that uh, we had gone for Marathi drama, which was a comedy drama. And uh, it, when he tried to laugh, it was impossible for him and consistent pain and cough was coming. So that uh, raised alarms, thinking that something is seriously wrong with him. Both Namrata Dwivedi and Vaishali Chodnikar's husband didn't know it initially, but they were both suffering from the same condition, which is called hypersensitivity pneumonitis. Hypersensitivity pneumonitis is uh, part of a disease spectrum uh, which we call interstitial lung diseases. So these are the diseases that affect the tissue of the lungs. That's Dr. Lancelot Pinto explaining to Lata what hypersensitivity pneumonitis is. Dr. Pinto is a pulmonologist and practices at the PD Hinduja Hospital in Mumbai. So that then raises the question, how does one get hypersensitivity pneumonitis? Individuals mount a strong allergic response to something in the air. That results in a lot of swelling, a lot of inflammation, a lot of irritation of the, the interstitium, resulting in a cough, resulting in people having shortness of breath, chest tightness, the generalized feeling of being unwell all the time and being unable to do things that they would normally do. Um, if you speak to chest physicians across the country, we have seen a gradual rise in the number of interstitial lung diseases or the percentage of interstitial lung diseases that we've seen over the years. As Dr. Pinto says, there's a rise in the number of cases of interstitial lung disease in the city. But it turns out hypersensitivity pneumonitis has traditionally been associated with one category of people. People who are in close contact with birds. This hypersensitivity pneumonitis once upon a time was called bird fancier's lung disease. It was seen in individuals who had birds as pets. It was seen in veterinarians who worked with a lot of, uh, lot of birds. It was seen in people who took care of birds, you know, in terms of breeding, in terms of uh, uh, being involved in the bird industry. And in Mumbai, earlier on, we would see hypersensitivity pneumonitis a lot in individuals 
who gave grain to pigeons. There are a lot of people in the city, there are kabutar khanas in the city where people go and feed a lot of grains to these pigeons. And individuals who did that on a regular basis seem to be more prone to developing the disease. Pigeons, those birds that go and eat grain? The ones that seem to do nothing other than poop all over things? How do pigeons cause this sort of disease among people? That's because pigeon feathers and pigeon droppings can both irritate the lungs and cause this kind of a reaction. Now, over the years, we've seen that a lot of individuals who don't necessarily feed these birds have also been having this, this disease. And most of them, when asked whether they have pigeons around the house, will say that yes, they have a lot of pigeons outside in their balconies, pigeons who stay in their windows. In the shoots of building, you have pigeons often breeding. Dr. Pinto says tests can verify in lung disease patients whether it was proximity to pigeons that caused it. Lata Mishra reported on this unusual health condition for TY+, in which he spoke with multiple doctors and people whose lives have been affected. In today's episode, we're taking a look at the rise in cases of this unusual lung disease. So back to Namrita Dvivedi, who you heard at the start of the episode. Did she keep pigeons? Turns out, she didn't, but... We और हमारे बाजू के जो नेबर थे नेक्स्ट विंडो थी हमारी वो आउट ऑफ इंडिया रहते हैं तो उनके ही विंडो में जो खाली विंडो रहती थी वहां पे पूरे पिजंस आके बैठते थे उनका घर बना दिया था और वहां पे पूरा इतना गंदा करते थे और अभी जब ये चीज नहीं हुआ था ये प्रॉब्लम नहीं हुआ था तो हमें भी कुछ पता नहीं था हम लोग हमारी विंडो हमेशा ओपन रखते थे क्योंकि फ्रेशर के लिए विंडो ओपन रखनी पड़ती है तो तभी जाके जब ये प्रॉब्लम स्टार्ट हुआ और सारे चेकअप करवाए तभी पता चला कि ये पिजंस ड्रॉपिंग से हुआ है सो हर नेबर्स अपार्टमेंट वाज एम्प्टी व्हिच वाज वेयर द पिजंस नेस्टेड मीनवाइल नम्रता केप्ट अ होम्स विंडोज ओपन व्हिच इज बिलीव्ड टू बी द रीजन बिहाइंड द रिलनेस इन वैशाली चोडनेकर्स केस शी एक्सप्लेन्स व्हाई दे ब्लेम पिजंस फॉर हर हस्बैंड्स कंडीशन we had a terrace flat सो वी टू एंजॉय लाइक यू नो ऑल द एक्टिविटीज द बर्ड्स यूज्ड टू विजिट वी हैड potted lot many plants and uh, that time we were not even aware of this problem like such bird droppings can cause serious problems pigeons used to come and lay eggs in our pots we never thought of like throwing because we are always been taught ki like be compassionate with the animals and birds around like you feed them or though we never fed anything to the pigeons but uh, yes we had lot of uh, birds and pigeons visiting in our uh, terrace we ruled out most of the causes like my husband never had like exposure to any uh, fumes or chemicals or asbestos which normally cause he never had uh, smoking environmental factors like uh, dust allergy or maybe also be a cause but uh, when we had done the allergy test so there was nothing uh, revealed in that ultimately what we feel is it might be only the pigeons which are uh, responsible for his deterioration of his lung capacity and fibrosing so a combination of pigeon poop and feathers can cause this disease but what's it like when a person has this disease the most common symptom will it will start with dry cough uh, sometimes shortness of breath and wheezing which is associated with it it's usually the dry cough that is not going for a very long period of time so usually 3 to 4 weeks cough is not going patient do, do come to us with shortness of breath wheezing he may see the family physician initially he may prescribe some uh, medicines so by the time the patient actually gets diagnosed by uh, it's it's pretty late you know it's it's more than 4 weeks by that time the lung damage is already done That's Namrata Jasani who is a pulmonologist in South Mumbai. 
She says this type of lung disease can be treated if acted on early. But if caught late, it could result in irreversible lung damage. If it is diagnosed in an early stage, when we call it acute hypersensitive pneumonitis, that is less than six weeks, then it is almost reversible. But what happens is most of the times patients come to us in a later stage, that is after six weeks or after six to eight weeks of symptoms. By that time, the, the symptom is already progressed to such a level that it is it, it goes to the irreversible stage of lung damage. So then what we have to do is we, we do give them uh, medicines, immunosuppressants, which, which has its own side effects. And... Uh, in worst case scenarios, you know, even if in spite of adequate medical therapy, in spite of adequate oxygenation, there are there, there are times when the patient, when there is an irreversible lung damage and that may lead to the ultimate, you know, lung transplantation is what we call. Dr. Jasani cites the example of two cases to show that the condition can affect those who are young and fit as well as those who may be older. She says the worst bit about addressing this condition too late is that it affects a patient's quality of life. I recently saw a patient who was a young patient, about 30 year old uh, male and uh, uh, he was absolutely asymptomatic, a very fit guy but he did have a very severe attack of respiratory problems like breathing issues, he was admitted in the ICU for a, quite some time. Uh, with cough, shortness of breath and fever. Like, so initially it, it, it can present with these symptoms. A lot of physicians try to figure out what was going on but when, we, when I reached him and when we actually took the detailed history uh, and we did a CT scan, we, we came to know, you know about the underlying cause. Uh, similarly, in another case, it was an older female who was having this cold cough, cold cough but showing other, you know, showing a general physician, doing uh, a lot of yoga and, you know, just assuming that it will just get better with yoga and home remedies. So by the time she came to us, she was already into a very fibrotic stage. She was already required oxygen, a very high amount of oxygen. And unfortunately, we could not get her off the oxygen also, especially during exercise, during walking, during sleeping or during any minimal exercise, even while going to the bathroom, she was requiring oxygen. So in such a patient, the next step would be lung transplant if all the other parameters uh, fit. But yeah, for something that is so small and so minor and it is identified so easily uh, to undergo something, you know, to have a, such a big problem is not, it's not good. And morbidity and the quality of life is really bad in, in lung fibrosis or ILD patients. So should we be mounting a campaign against pigeons? Chess physician Dr. Prahlad Prabhudesai says that while pigeons may be a factor, we can't discount the fact that the air is much more polluted in our cities and is also a major contributing factor. Remember one more thing that when you have got a high level of pollution, the hypersensitive pneumonia also becomes more high. Okay, And the reason probably because of your sensitizing your immune system. And when these pigeons' antibodies or other fungi, when they enter inside, they give hypersensitive pneumonia. And it's not just air pollution. Any place that fungi can grow and then spread can cause interstitial lung disease. Dr. Prabhu Desai, who practices at Mumbai's Lilavati Hospital, says that this type of lung disease could be made worse by anything ranging from dirty air conditioners to damp rooms. He says at times, they need to check a patient's home to detect the exact cause of illness. One also should know that can also happen from air conditions. So air condition has to be clean. Our lot of pigeons are sitting on our air condition and they are also sitting on that. Second important thing is that leakage is in the house. Okay, also are responsible for that. Sona, steam, those places which are there, clubs where, where there is always a high temperature and there is a lot of wood is used. 
This is also area where fungi grow. And similarly, the farmers are more uh, in, in in the village area. The this disease is pretty common and among the farmers who who are actually having exposure to manure, the food material, the grains, and all the things. Not only that, I feel that our pillows, which we use it, okay, the pillows also should be well covered and they should be clean because pillows also can the because of the wetness, the cotton inside, they, it can be a fungi, uh, fungus grow there. This has not been proven, but this is a possible thing. And see, when we get a disease, we always give a patient the all the causes of hypersensitive pneumonia, all the etiology, and these are the various reasons. They have to go into the checklist and see whether where they are exposed. Otherwise, it is difficult to find out. Like the doctor said, if this condition is caught early enough, it can be prevented and reversed also to some degree. Dr. Prabhudesai says that even taking a person out of a place which is affecting them could help a lot. If you can go away from that exposure of that uh, allergen, a hypersensitive pneumonia prognosis is significantly changed. In the case of the patients Lata spoke with, both Namrata Dvivedi and Vaishali Chodnekar ended up having to move homes. Dr. Namrata Jasani says, if you're prone to respiratory issues, then there are other preemptive measures you could take. Prevention would include put pigeon nets as much as possible, avoid close contact with pigeon, avoid, avoid any pets like uh, pet parrot or uh, pigeons in the house itself. Especially if you are prone to lung problems, you know, if you are prone to cough, cold very frequently, there is a chance that you may have more tendency to develop the hypersensitivity pneumonitis. Dr. Pinto says the rising number of cases of this condition should make people in cities like Mumbai very careful about how they interact with large populations of pigeons. I think one needs to be very careful about their interaction with these pigeons. So I think we should strongly discourage individuals from feeding pigeons, uh, thereby you know, preventing this aggregation of pigeons and a lot of antigen exposure at that point of time. I think all of us need to start thinking about why the pigeon population in the city is rising, whether the construction that's, that's everywhere is, is driving the pigeons away from their natural habitats and moving them closer in close contact with human beings. Namrata Dvivedi, who has suffered plenty on account of the pigeons, bears them no ill will. She says she understands why people feed them. But now she just asks that they should do it far away from homes. मैंने घर तो चेंज कर लिया है वहाँ पे अभी हम लोग फिलहाल नहीं है हम लोग बोरीवली वेस्ट में हैं और प्रिक्वेशन में तो जहाँ पे भी पीजेंस रहते हैं पीजेंस को दाना डालना कोई बुरी बात नहीं है पीजेंस भगवान ने ही बनाए हुए हैं और वो एक बर्ड्स है तो उसको हम लोग कुछ मतलब ऐसे नहीं बोल रहे कि उनको खाना मत दीजिए उनको खाना दीजिए उनको दाना डालिए लेकिन एक रिक्वेस्ट है सभी से कि आप रेसिडेंशियल एरिया के बाहर जाके अगर बहुत मैदान बड़ा वाला है तो वहाँ जाके दे सकते हो या तो फिर जो रेसिडेंशियल एरिया है वहाँ से लंबे जाके कुछ आप खिला सकते हो लेकिन प्लीज़ रिक्वेस्ट है कि आप कभी भी सोसाइटी में या छत पे कभी भी प्लीज मत दाना डालिए क्योंकि उसकी वजह से मैंने देखा है कि रिहाब सेंटर में छोटे-छोटे बच्चे भी जो आते हैं उनको भी पल्मोनरी हुआ रहता है ये प्रॉब्लम तो बहुत डिफिकल्ट हो जाता है क्योंकि जब भी स्टार्टिंग में पता नहीं चलता है तो ऑक्सीजन आ जाता है तो ऑक्सीजन लेकर फिर वो बच्चे एक्सरसाइज करते हैं तो वो देखा नहीं जाता है Today's episode was produced by Jairaj Singh, Sunai Marathe and Anuja Singh. 
for a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We're available on TY+, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at tuipodcast at timesinternet.in.